Welcome to the Spirit Pilots Podcast. I'm Greg Hudson, Chairman of the Communications Committee. Today we're talking to Brian Desgain, who's the Chairman of the Scheduling Committee. How are you, Brian? Doing good. Good, good. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what your background is, when you started at Spirit, when you got involved with ALPA? Sure. Um, well, after 11 years of ASA and ExpressJet, I was on the Scheduling Committee there. Okay. And I've been in Spirit since 2017. Um did my probationary uh, year of freedom without without Apple <laughs> work. And then, uh, so I've been on the committee since, uh, I guess, 2018. Okay. Uh, Were you just a committee member at first? I was working under uh, Gary Hill. Okay. And, oh, we all uh, remember Gary. Yep. He's been around for a while. So um, once, he he, around. once he was uh, headed for greener pastures, I suppose. He retired, not died. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> Good uh, thing you've cleared that up. Yeah, he... You know, it, it was kind of obvious that I was going to be the, the next in line for the uh, the chairman. Okay, good. And you've been the chairman since, it was two years ago you retired? Since, yeah, about two years ago. Okay. Um, so how else do you work with on your committee? Uh, with the scheduling committee, we have Billy Height. He's an FO out of Dallas. Mark Reicher is a Fort Lauderdale FO. Brad Fate is a Dallas captain. And John Tabbitt, Fort Lauderdale captain. Uh, we have Nick Rimbert, who does pairings for us. Okay. And me. And some other guys that help out with emails along the way. Okay, good. Um, have you had issues staffing the committee? I know attrition's been an issue company-wide and, and with the union as well. Yep, we lost a couple of good guys recently, Flip Martinez and Fernando Bonet. Both uh, were oh, yeah. big helps with for us, so we're not uh, immune to attrition. Okay. So... Take us through your day. Like, what's the normal operations? I know you probably are on a, a more of a monthly schedule with building pairings, and and you know, I know you're not involved with the bidding necessarily, but the pairing construction you sure. get involved with, or your committee does. Pairing construction starts about the last day of the previous month, so we just finished up building September pairings now. Okay. And today's first week of August, just for so people know. Right. Uh, so pairings are due on the third of the month for the following month. So once they're complete, done by noon, they send them over to us. We, our committee reviews them. We look for some of the egregious, more egregious pairings that we've, you may remember in the past and getting uh, Las Vegas, some of the more fatiguing pairings. Yeah. You know, we, we see things that we don't feel like are uh, the smartest. I mean, they're probably legal, but they're all legal, but uh, not necessarily, um, the best choice for our, you know for okay. our, for our pilot group. Well, with, when you mentioned those Vegas pairings, I think there was was there two months that they pulled some pairings that were they were legal, was, right? Yes, there was almost. I think there was three months total. The first one we caught kind of late, and they were a little bit reluctant, so they they tried to uh, make some modifications, but they okay. kind of told me it was it was too late. Okay. And then the next month was, hey guys, these are the ones that we identified last month. And they said, "Oh yeah, you're right. So we'll 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 pull these pairings from the bid. We won't uh, we won't publish them." Okay. And those were like red eye plus ones, but or, they were they were legal by a, a minute or minutes, two. A few minutes. A few minutes. Okay. Um, those, so they pulled those pairings from the the packet, so they weren't available to bid. They were not available to bid, initially. and then we had to monitor the open time pot because they would try to slide them in on a reserve. Oh really? And okay. so we had to basically monitor the list and where where they went. Um, Okay. So, so they, 
They haven't done that recently, though, right? I haven't seen. They have not. Emails. After three months of arguing, they finally decided, okay, we won't make these these pairings anymore. Okay, good. Well, so has not been an issue. Like, like, success, I think, right, right. For, for you guys and for the the Vegas pilots in general. Um, so day to day operations of the committee. Are you um, just answering questions most days. A lot, a lot of darts, general okay. questions, daily open time monitoring. Okay. Why did I, you know, why did I get this? Why did I, why did we get that? Why is it taking so long to process? Okay. Um, those types of issues. Yeah. So, what are some hot topics that the scheduling committee is getting questions about? Sit pay or sit codes are always the uh, a big one. Okay. Could you go into that a little bit more? Like sure. What is this? What is sit pay? What are I think the codes? common misconception about sit codes is that you get paid for sitting somewhere. Okay. Sit actually, S-I-T stands for scheduler initiated transaction. So if the scheduler does something to your schedule, modifies it, mm-hmm. you, you now have a, an alpha or a bravo indication at the okay. end of your pairing. You are probably due a sit code. Okay. It does not mean that you were delayed by five hours and now you sit there and you're sitting at the airport for five hours that yeah. does not qualify for sit pay just because you are sitting. Okay. Um, so anytime you have a reschedule, there should be a sit code. If the scheduler goes in there and changes something to your schedule, you should get a sit code. And all that really does is it flags a pay audit Okay. within the crew pay system. Okay. Um, and you'll see that it probably doesn't show up on the FC view or some of those popular apps that people use. FC view is it's not there or crew line. You'll only see it in crew track web or on the ELP app. Oh, oh, it is on the ELP it app. Is. Okay. It is. I haven't noticed that. Um, another hot topic that I've heard of and I know has been going around is the inability or just the difficulty overall of getting a hold of scheduling. Have you dealt with that? Have, have you seen, Things get better with that, or I know the company was implementing some changes. As um, th- things sort slowly return to normal, that those meltdowns, mini meltdowns, mm-hmm. um, are becoming fewer, okay. and so the issues are also kind of going away. But uh, they, I have not seen hold times. Um, well, in the, in the upper thirty minutes or an hour, like like we've have had in the oh, past. Really? Okay, it's been been, been better. I think they're working on a hybrid schedule right now where half the team works in the office, half the team works at home, and then they ro- they rotate in and out. So so that working at home, I know I've called sometimes and it's hard to hear. It almost seems like they're getting cut out. That's that's an issue, right? With I suppose that's their quality the of, quality of their internet at the house. Okay. So yeah. hopefully you know, hopefully you're not in a in a rush and you can ask them to call back or you can call back and maybe you get somebody who's at the OCC instead of at their house okay, yeah. or at least a better internet connection. <laughs> but yes, that's the, definitely, definitely a struggle. Yeah. So that's just during normal operations during an IROP, it can be especially hard because you're competing with everyone else who's trying to call about right. their cancellation and stuff. Do you have any advice if anyone has an urgent need? If it's an urgent need, definitely the, the on-call chief pilot is going to be your number yeah. one, number one goal yeah. or number one resource. If it's something that's now call a chief, um, if it can, if it's not quite as so urgent, you know, try to get a hold of a scheduler. I personally wouldn't wait on hold for more than 30 minutes before I'm moving on to try to sending an email. Probably while I'm on hold, I'm sending an email. Yeah. And those emails go to every scheduler or it, the, uh, crew scheduling at spirit.com is a distribution list. Okay. Sometimes you'll see emails get bounced back because one 
scheduler who is on vacation for two weeks. Yeah. The mailbox gets full. Mm -hmm. And if you look closely, you'll see an individual name on there that says the mailbox is full. Okay. It is not the crew scheduling mailbox. Okay. So it goes to a bunch of people. And it goes to all, all, the, all the crew schedulers. Okay. Yeah. So I get reserve a lot in the summer. I'm in Atlantic City based, and I'll probably see a reserve forever. Um, I'm pretty familiar with the system, but if someone isn't familiar with the reserve system, maybe they hadn't ever flown reserve or sat reserve. Do you have any advice for them? Sure, we have a lot of you know a lot of new hires that are on reserve, a lot of new captains that are on reserve and haven't been on reserve for a long time. Yeah. So again, Section 25K is all about reserve. Okay. Um, some specific issues are that we get a lot are: is this assignment legal? Okay. You know, there's there's wrap issues. It's FAR 117, and and there many limitations you have to look over to make sure that you're legal for these assignments. Those get pretty complicated. Sometimes. They do get complicated with the FAR 117, especially. Um, and then just really within the CBA is this, you know, recently I've had a couple of assignments that go <clears throat> the duty out 15 minutes past midnight okay. on an off day. It looks like a two day trip because it has three legs, a layover and three legs. Yeah. So it looks like a two day trip, but really since it goes past midnight, it's a three day trip. And you know, 25K 5M4 says that if they want to take an off day away from you, they have to give you 72 hours notice. And they don't even assign trips that far out. Yeah. So chances are, if your assignment goes past midnight on an off day, it's not a legal assignment. Okay. So that's, that, that's been a hot one lately. And that's only if they actually schedule you to return after midnight on your last day. Well, block reserve. block in after 11.30 p.m. Because yeah. after that, then you're duty out the next day. Yeah, what I'm getting to is if, if you're delayed or unintentionally canceled. It happened to me recently where I was, I was on a reserve trip, and we were late, and we missed our deadhead home, so we had to take a later flight, or the next day, actually. So we, we went into a day off. That's legal because it's Sure, it's and there, 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 are, there are provisions yeah. for getting you home onto an off day, but they can't schedule you intentionally into an off day without at least 72 hours notice. Okay, good. That's good to know. I don't know if we, if you guys know this or not, but there actually is a few places to find telephone numbers and email addresses for the company in Comply 365 in right. the iPad. Uh, folder 51 user, I'm sorry, other manuals and guides. Mm -hmm. There's the OCC backup phone numbers. There's a whole list of phone numbers for Fort Lauderdale and Orlando OCCs. Okay. So if you're having a hard time getting a hold of scheduling, maybe yep. try that. And there's also a uh, in folder 53, there's a QR contact list that you can just scan it with your phone and mm -hmm. all that information just gets downloaded to your phone if you want, choose to save it that way. Yeah, we, we looked at it uh, before and it's pretty helpful. It gives you all the all, all the, the email addresses, all all the, the different departments and phone numbers, uh, yeah. they're all in there for you. Okay, and it also has all the Alpa um, committee emails and all that stuff too. So if you want to, guys, take a look at that and comply three sixty five. Yep, two two Alpa different pages, folder. but one's for Alpa and one's for company. Okay, great. So during the summer months, there's a lot of calls for premium pay, X Y list trips, right? Um, if someone feels like they're skipped for an X Y list trip, what um what recourse do they have? We do get a lot of that. A lot, of, a lot of darts on that issue. And unfortunately, by the time it gets to me, and or maybe by the time you even realize it, uh -huh. the trip is already gone. Yeah. So they're not going to unwind. If you call them and said, hey, you skipped me, they're not going to unwind because there's pay protection issues and they're already paying double for it anyway. So with that gonna, other pilot. With the other pilot, flying, right. Yeah. So all I can say is, you know, screenshot your, your call log on your phone. Screenshot the XY list tool 
the the audit sheet. Mm-hmm. You know, see what their what they said their conflict was. Take a screenshot of your schedule at that moment to see, look, there was no conflict, or, you know, the, for whatever reason they just they skipped the line and they missed you. Okay. So gather as much evidence as possible, and file the NCC. Okay. It's usually an easy win. Okay, good. Um, and if they need to file an NCC, I know you're not grievance chair, but the um, it's on the website, the spa.alpa.org. Uh, it's a big yellow button. If you scroll down a little bit past the merger uh, resources, uh, it says file an NCC, and that's where you do that. So if anyone has questions about their schedule, if they've been rescheduled, obviously they can send you a dart if they can't find it themselves, right? But where would you suggest people to go as the as a first stop to if they had a question or they were sure. not sure about something. So depending on the issue, you know, section twenty five is all crew scheduling um, issues. Twenty five K is specific to reserves. Uh, section twelve is a uh, hours of service and days off. That's always a sort of goes hand in hand with reserves or with scheduling issues sometimes. Okay. So yeah, try to find the answer. Send us a dart if you can't find it or looking for validation that you are correct, and then we'll take it from there. Okay, good. So how can people contact you? What's the best way to get a hold of the scheduling committee? DART is the best way. Yeah, okay. And that gets a, a bunch of people on the bunch committee. Bunch of people. Most, you know, we all fly, so we're not always available. Yeah. So the DART is definitely the best and quickest way to an answer. Okay, good. You mentioned that you're looking for volunteers. Attrition's been an issue. And if someone's looking to volunteer, if they have – you know, previous scheduling experience at a different carrier like you did, um, who should they contact if they're interested in volunteering? Again, I would just say the DART. Do the DART. I, I get all the DARTs and all the committee members do, and and that's the that's really the best way to get a hold of us for all issues. Okay, good. Well, appreciate your time, Brian, today. Thanks for coming Enjoyed in. It. Thanks. Uh, that was a lot of good information for anyone. Um, if, and, again, if they have any questions about scheduling, if they want to volunteer, just send the scheduling committee a DART. Uh, it's on the spotatalpa.org website or on the Alpa app. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here on the Spirit Pilots podcast. We'll see you next time.